This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now on Sunday at 3 o'clock, Argentina will play France in the World Cup final. It will be a great occasion, of course, and it's added to really by the fact that Lionel Messi, in his glorious career, has never won the World Cup in his own country. That often leads to people suggesting that Diego Maradona, who did win the World Cup and lead Argentina to the, that victory with the hand of God goal in 1986 as a better player. There's a lot on the line. Uh, they're a very passionate nation. It's a nation that is struggling economically with 100% inflation, if that's imaginable. And there are an awful lot of Argentinians in Qatar and there won't be, France won't have anything like the support that the Argentinians will have. I'm joined now by John Giles and Liam Brady to discuss the two semi-finals and indeed to look at what we might expect on Sunday. John, let me start with you and the first semi-final, which was Croatia against Argentina. Uh, Messi was really outstanding in the game, scored a brilliant penalty. <laughs> Uh, it, it was really amazing given the pressure he was under and then, of course, uh, assisted a superb goal. Croatia just ran out of steam and they didn't have the depth in the squad, did they, John? Oh, they, uh, well, Argentina did well, I mean, in the end. You know, early on it wasn't going their way all that much. Uh, but they, they, they got the penalty yeah. early on. Uh, Messi stuck that away, as we know. Uh, and... Croatia did their best to come back into it. Again, Modric has been very, very good. Uh, but Messi was the difference, really, I mean, in, in, yeah. in the end. What he did, he scored a penalty. And then the run he made yes. to make the, the third goal was, was incredible. You know, we, we're talking about now, he's 35 now, I mean, And uh, he left a young lad. Yeah. I can't pronounce his name. Well, I can uh, pronounce it. I've had a go yeah. there anyway. Gavardiol. He's one, yeah. of, he's one of the best defenders in the tournament and is talked about as a young defender who will go places. Well, well, well Messi, Messi took him places, I mean, all <laughs> over the place, you know. It did, yeah. And uh, brilliant, absolutely. I mean, we're talking about him getting older. He's 35, maybe his pace has gone. I mean, he showed unbelievable pace yeah. in the run. 
not once or twice, three times to get away from the film later on. It was just, it was Messi at his best. And he's the only one, Eamon, I can ever remember playing that could do what he did, particularly at 35. Yes. You know, it's just incredible. And Argentina went on to win it comfortably, uh, as we know. Yeah, the, the beneficiary, Liam, of that run uh, was Alvarez, who scored four goals in the tournament. He's a young player, uh, relatively speaking, and um, he's been signed by Manchester City before the tournament for 14 million, one four, which by their standards isn't a lot, uh, and he might be a bargain. But Messi himself, Liam, five goals, three assists, and the most fouled player in the tournament. It's, he is remarkable, isn't he? Absolutely, Eamon. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's obviously slowed down compared to what he used to be. You know, if we cast our mind back, he's not the same player he was at Barcelona, but he's kind of modified his game where yes. he just does it in sports, doesn't he? You know, he takes his time, he stays out of it, he passes it simple. Uh, he keeps Argentina in possession a lot of the times, but then when he knows that the time is right to do it, uh, and he has a great uh, mind for that, knowing when to hold on to the ball, when to start a dribble. And, of course, he gets two and three, sometimes four players around him, you know, and that frees up other players. And I yes. think Alvarez, Alvarez has benefited from that. We haven't seen a lot of Alvarez at Man City because of Haaland. Yes. Um, you know, but this kid didn't start the tournament for Argentina, but he's played his way into the team. As has uh, another player that's impressed me, McAllister. Yes, uh, he's his, Yeah, he's played his way into the team as well, and now they're first picks. Um, and I think Messi is a uh, is a great partner for Alvarez because he's uh, he's quick and uh, he's he's good in in the box, and you know he, he frees up Messi frees him up. So um, yeah, uh, I like John. I thought the game was kind of in the balance uh, for 30 minutes, but then Croatia shot themselves in the foot, didn't they? They got yeah. caught twice on the break, once from once from their corner when Alvarez scored, you know? Yes. So, um, yeah, Argentina were the better team in the end. I think the second half showed that and Messi, as John has said, was absolutely sublime. Yeah, the penalty was something else, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, gee. yeah, yeah, you know, it's like fired it into the top. Well, yeah, he takes all different. You don't know what he's going to do. Sometimes no. he just lets the goalkeeper uh, make the first move and he rolls it into the opposite corner that the keeper's gone. Or and like, but the the, the goal against Croatia, he's almost decided this is going top corner, and you know, you saw Harry Kane probably try and do the same, but make a mess of it. But yeah. Messi didn't, did he? No, you were working with uh, Damien Duff uh, the other night, and I think Didi Hamam and Damien, they, they obviously the press and the media will build up this final as Messi versus Mbappe, and Damien said when that was put to him that Mbappe wasn't fit to lace Messi's boots. <laughs> I have to say, I agree with Damien, and I was very, very pleased to see you agree with Damien as well. Um, I just Well, I think you need to qualify that, Eamon. Yeah. I mean, Damien was saying that when Messi was Mbappe's age... Yes, yes, of course. You know, oh, yeah, Mbappe, it's not Mbappe's to put 20, Mbappe down. 24, Mbappe's yeah. 24 years of age. Yes. And when Messi was 24, he was far better player uh, than Mbappe, you know. And uh, quite honestly, I don't think Mbappe will ever get there. I think he's probably... 
the most exciting player there yes. is, is on, on the horizon, the one that's coming or the one that's arrived. And Pessy's probably going over that horizon now. But uh, he uh, he's the most exciting player around. But he doesn't compare to the skill that uh, Messi, Messi has. I think we've seen... We've seen uh, Mbappe in the last two games. You were you were talking about him when he played against England. We think Walker kept him kind of quiet. Mm. He was kind of quiet again last night. He was, yeah. uh, Hakimi, his teammate, he kept him fairly quiet. You know, nobody's been able to keep Messi quiet. Now, John, I'm sure you'd agree with with that. I mean, Damien is a very nice lad, and he and he wasn't in any way being angry or dismissive of Mbappe. He was. He just. It just came out, and I could see where he was coming from. But as Liam says, it's important to point out that he was talking about the 25, 24-year-old Lionel Messi, and Mbappe has a long journey to travel. But as things stand, he's nowhere near Messi, is he? I mean, I mean, this is a press thing. I know it is, yeah. I'm just... You know, the, I mean, build it up. Thing. I mean, I mean I anybody to... that knows anything about football, you know football, I mean, uh, Liam, Damien, like, the, 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 nobody's talking that. I mean, if you're, if you're going to make a, a, a comparison in the match, Griezmann would get it as mentioned. Yes. <laughs> rather than Mbappe. But Griezmann isn't a big name yep. like Mbappe. This is press stuff, I mean, you know, yeah. this is not football stuff at all. No, no. We, we have to put up with it, but... Uh, you're quite rightly mentioning it, you know, for people who are listening. Like people who really, really follow football, and most people do it, especially listening to you. Uh, this doesn't come into it. No. You know, it doesn't come in. Mbappe and, and Messi. I mean, who who can you compare with Messi? He's incom- incomparable, I think, is the answer. And that yeah, well, but Ronaldo would be the, for the next one that comes yes, to it. Yes, But they're different creatures altogether, the way they play, I mean, you know, yes. and, and Messi is still going. Yes. He's still going, you know, he's there, he's still doing his stuff, he's 35, it's it's remarkable. And, 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 and we, we do honour him and, and, and praise him, which we which we should do, uh, Liam yourself, myself particularly, because that, that, this is your programme. But, he's, but he, we, we never, I don't know we'll ever see another Messi no, and as Liam pointed out, he's modified his game with age. He's not doing the sort of slalom that he used to do through yeah. defences, taking out no. four or five men. Yeah. But he, he, yeah. it's a modified version of him. But when push comes to shove, he can make the difference. I mean, all the great players do that. You know, in, in yeah. most sports, you see yes. that if it's a golfer, they, they modify their game because they, that they they have to because of the physical element in, in it, right? But the, but but the, the head comes into it more, you know. Yes, the brain, how to do it, how to do this. Don't, don't run here when I'm not able to run here. That's what these great players. That's how they last. And yes, they get better as they go along. Yes, you know, they learn more about the game. As you say in football, you all say in football, you never stop learning in football. But what the great players do is they actually know how to learn themselves, if yes. that's the right word, in doing what's what's on the pitch. Of course, he doesn't run as much as he does, but it's, it's just as effective because he does it at the right time. Yep. The great players do that, and he, and he, as we know, is one of the best ever, ever. Oh, ever, yeah, of course. I mean, and, and so much magic he's given to people. And I think, uh, you know, Liam, uh, he actually spoke after the game the other night and he said 
that he was enjoying it for the first time at World Cup. He, he f- obviously feels pressure, but not as bad. He referred to the fact that they'd gone 36 games unbeaten coming into this tournament and that they'd won the Copa America two years ago, which is their South American equivalent of the Euros. And that, that gave him great satisfaction. And in fact, he was brilliant in that tournament. I've read it up and, and he scored the key goals and, that appears to have given him great satisfaction. And the, the, the thing that's sometimes said in Argentinian debates about this matter is that Maradona led them to, or to the World Cup victory. Messi has yet to do it and therefore has yet to prove something. It's a kind of odd stuff, but you can imagine that debate taking place and, and you can imagine him also wanting to close it down. Yeah, well, it's it's a bit unfair, isn't it? After the way he's played, he's probably had a far longer career yes, than Diego Maradona. Well, yeah. not probably, he has, you know. And he's been playing for Barcelona. He reached some uh, fantastic heights and Champions League wins and things like that. Well, he was in a great team with Iniesta and Xavi and so forth. Um, but, um, you know, for Argentina, people are always going to say that about him. You know, uh, he didn't do what Diego did. Diego won it in 1986. He got it to. He got us to the final in 1990 and things like that. So uh, it's not fair, but it's 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 going to happen, Eamon. It's 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 the way of the world. It's like John says: the press uh, uh, build these things up. They 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 build them up as topics of of, of debate. And uh, yeah, well, we're we're debating it now. But there's you know there are different generations. For me, Messi is every bit as good as Diego Maradona, but I'd have to say I played uh, when Maradona was playing and he was he was the head and shoulders the best player in the world at the yes, time. Yes, he was, yeah, when he was young and, and fit. Let's move on to the Morocco-France game last night. John, they took a chance, Morocco. They had three players who were doubtful, including their captain, Roman Saiz, and they played them. One of them lasted about 15 minutes Sice himself, the captain, he had to go off and the other guy went off at halftime. But meanwhile, they gave a crucial goal away to allow France to take the lead. It's always difficult when big players say they're fit and they're not. It's it's a hard decision for the player and a coach. And this coach really, Walid Ragagui, has done a fantastic job uh, with that Moroccan side. It's up to the player to be honest, isn't it, really? Or do you uh, think so? Not always, Eamon. Right. Not always. I, I would say, my experience of it anyway in football, um, particularly playing under Don, Don Revy, yeah. um, he would want you to play, Eamon. Right. You, you'd be getting pressure from him, and that was been my experience with most yes. most players that I know. Uh, you'd be okay, you know, give it a go. Yeah. Uh, because they want you to play. It, of course, it's desperation. Yeah. It, it, it never works. I'm sure Liam, Liam has come across it as well. Uh, but uh, I, I, I would definitely say, because don't forget from the manager's point of view, no matter what the player says, I mean, he can say, I'm sorry, I'm not taking a chance on that. Right. But I, my feelings would be, the manager would be saying, I think it'd be okay, give it a go. You know, that's, yes. that's, especially with uh, Morocco, I mean, they don't have a big squad of players. Right. You know? I don't think yes. they do anyway. No, they don't, uh, and they they have some inexperienced players as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be there'll be a bit of pressure from the management on that. 
Liam, what did you make of that? Because it did, they did give a goal away, uh, and one of those players was involved. Uh, uh, I think it was Mazui. It's very difficult, isn't it, when a player says, "I'm, I'm fine, boss." Yeah, but yeah, if, uh, you, we don't know how they arrived at the decision, but certainly you have to say it was the wrong decision. Yes, uh, he, he he put one out who who pulled out on the warm up game. And yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So he, maybe John is right. He was desperate for these. These are first team players, you know. These uh, these are not like second picks and things like that. And he probably wanted them in 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 a, in a big match like that against France. And probably the lads went along with it, you know. Yes. I remember playing in the, playing in the, an FA Cup final in '78 against Ipswich for Arsenal, and you know I wasn't really fit, but I wanted to play so much because you think. Well, am I ever going to get a chance to play in a cup final again? Yes, you know, yes, of course. and Terry Neal and Fred Street, the physio, uh, they wanted me to play as well. And you know, I was getting injections before the game. I had some half time things like that. You know, cortisone injections into my ankles, trying to make. But yeah. it doesn't work, as John said. It very rarely works. You know, you and and advice the captain, as you mentioned. You could see that he just couldn't run. You know, when Giroud ran away from him and he hit the post, yes. that was Sice trying to get after him. So yes. it, it did backfire on Morocco. Uh, and France deservedly won. But you have to say that France got the break of the ball on their goals and Morocco had all sorts of goal mouth scrambles and yeah. the ball never quite broke for them. So, you know, I wasn't that impressed with France, Eamon. No, I, I wasn't impressed, John. I thought Morocco played some good football, created danger, and by no means did they let the first goal and the loss of three players, including the captain, get them down. I thought they were very, very impressive in their approach to the game. They were brilliant, Damon. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, they, they, they gave a great account of themselves. It was very difficult for France. France got the breaks during the match, and despite losing the players, as you say, they were injured. The whole policies and, and their, their spirit and and, yep. it, and their, their abilities yep. were incredibly good. They were they were they were a credit to the to to yes. the country. I mean, yeah, they were. You know, they, they, I can imagine the, the the people in Morocco, the way they played, getting to the semi final in the first place, and making the show for themselves with the injuries that they had. You know, if they'd had a full team, there would have been it would have been a hell of a job for France. There's no doubt about that. Now Morocco were 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 a credit to themselves, definitely. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, John and Liam, the final There'll be lots of speculation. The bookmakers can't split them. It's, it's two to one France, two to one Argentina, and just up over two to one to draw. So any result they seem to think is, is possible. John, what's your take yeah. on the final? I'd, I'd, I'd go with the odds, Eamon. Um, I, I would, I, I think I would lean towards France. Right. I think they have more of an all round team than Argentina have. Yeah. And, I think everything is going to depend, or almost everything is going to depend on Messi. Yes. Uh, and that's one player, and, 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 and we've, we've spoken about him so much, he, he's able to do anything, and he's capable of doing anything. Uh, but I, I think I would go with the, the all-round team, Eamon, rather than Messi on this particular match. Right. Liam, when you look at the final, where do you think it will be won and lost? I mean, Messi is the obvious answered to almost everything given his ability and, and clearly if you took Messi out Argentina would be a pretty ordinary side what's your take on it Liam? Well I think it's going to be very cagey Eamon I don't think we're going to see fireworks I hope I'm wrong but I don't think we're going to see fireworks from the off Right. Uh, I think both teams play on the break in many ways um, they like to sit back keep it tight I think uh, Deschamps has come in for a little bit of criticism that he he doesn't let uh, these these players off the leash. You know they're uh, they're they're very very cautious to begin with, and they try and hit teams on the break. And yes, they can do it because they've got Griezmann who can come up with that uh, beautiful pass, and they've got Mbappe, uh, although he's been quiet the last two games. Kept quiet by two really good displays by the full backs. Yes. Uh, he's up against. Now, uh, I don't know whether the Argentinians can, can, can stop him, you know. So I, I'd be leaning with John that f- f- France have probably more, more strings to the bow, whereas, yes. uh, Argentina have got, um, Messi and obviously Alvarez having come in the team has, uh, has been a great, uh, a great help to him. So, um, but much depends on Messi, whereas like John, I would say France all round, even defensively, I thought the two central defenders, uh, Konate and, um, and, um, Varane, uh, Mar- yeah. yeah, they, they're good, good players, you know, so, uh, they're a big, strong team. They're a physical team. 
Uh, they brought some subs on yesterday that did well for them, you know. So, um, yeah, I I I just tip the scales in the in 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 France's favour, but I'd qualify that by saying I don't want that to happen. Yes. I want Messi to win the World Cup uh, and crown off what's been uh, a magnificent career in the game. Yes, and I I think you I agree with you. I'm sure John does too because uh, there's so much respect and affection for. Lionel Messi. John, it was noticeable last night when France got the goal, the early goal. They didn't press at home. In fact, I thought they sort of sat back and decided we're going to make it hard for these Moroccans to get the goal they need. And when they did that, Morocco responded and played some really good football and put France under pressure. Yeah. And th- this, I mean, Deschamps has won everything. He captained France to win the World Cup in 98. He managed them to win the World Cup uh, in 20, uh, what is it, 2016 or 18. And he's been a magnificent coach. But I can't understand why he doesn't really let them off the leash. And... Uh, in particular, I'd, I'd ask you, first of all, to confirm that what I thought I saw last night was a team that was cautious enough, maybe overcautious. And secondly, would you man-mark Messi? Oh, well, for the first answer, Eamon, was that, you know, Rocco, when you lose a goal, Eamon, obviously, it, they, I think their tactics would have been, had they not lost an early goal, to sit back more than they did. Yes, that's what they did in the other matches and did it extremely well. But this is why this this team was so good. They decided we can't sit back. Obviously, they can't sit back. We've got to go at it, and uh, therefore we'll, we'll put the French. I don't think the French uh, sat back on them. I think they were right. forced back in this particular match. Okay, because Morocco are very very good, and they have they they're not scared of anything. So I think they had the right go at them. Uh, sorry, what was the last question? Well, the other question is Messi. I mean, he is the game changer and he really is capable as we've seen, uh, yeah. uh, like again, say Mexico, Argentina mm. were doing nothing. It was nil nil. It's getting now into the last 15, 20 minutes and he comes up with this absolutely amazing goal and he, he's, he's capable of, of, of doing that. So yeah. how do you think they'll deal with him or how would you deal with him? I mean, I think that's a question that every football opponent <laughs> has okay. asked, and they haven't been able to do it. That's what makes them great. I mean, if you, if you, we see a lot of players, I mean, who are very good, good goal scorer, and say, we've got to mark this guy, and you can put him out of the game. Yeah. Right? Like, I've never seen Messi being put out of the game. No. He's always contributed something because he's so good, his control is good, his positional sense is so good. So, like, I'd say every manager that's ever played against Messi, particularly when he, he got well-known. Yes. Look, we've got to mark this guy. We haven't seen it yet. Well, I haven't seen him. I'm obviously some matches he wouldn't play as well in as other matches. But I think he's well-marked now, but he's still he's still able to do it. I mean, that's what these great guys can do. Right. So, I, 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 the, the question you'd ask me, I wouldn't be able to answer it properly, I mean, to be, to be well, honest. I'll ask you another I don't know question. how they're going to be able to put him out of the game. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll ask you another question. Who okay. do you think will win? Or do you think it might be a draw and go to penalties? Um, I, I think I'd go with Liam. I think I would fancy. I think there's there's France are a more all round team. Yes. And, you know, I think uh, Argentina are dependent uh, almost entirely on on uh, on Messi. Yes. Um, 
and France are not dependent on any one player. Right. Liam, just on that question of how Didier Deschamps will reflect on what to do about Messi, what do you think the answer uh, should be or will be? Well, I remember talking to uh, Claudio Gentile, Eamon, not so long ago. I was with him about six months ago. And if you remember, he was the man of Maradona in the 82 World Cup. Yes. Uh, And he said he stood, he tried to... He followed him everywhere. Berzot, the Italian manager, told him to man-mark him. And he followed him everywhere. But he said he stood in front of him a lot of the time, you know? So he couldn't get the ball, you know? Yes. Um, And, uh, but, you know, France would have to change. But to do that, they'd have to change the the whole way they play. So I'm not too sure they're going to man-for-man. You know, they've got two good defensive players. players in, in, in at least the other uh, against Morocco last night Fofana I think his name was yes he came and on two yeah. Amene, and two Amene and these these lads can play a bit but they also know how to tackle and defend so I think they're going to be given the job to to kind of uh, try and stop Messi being as effective but how do you stop him and as John says like opponents and coaches and managers they've all been trying to come up with that answer and not very very few have come up with it you know so um, when you played in France, it- France I, I, I wouldn't call the game I'd be just like John uh, I'd say France more all round however you know if Messi can have uh, the same effect as he's he's had in the last couple of games well he could he could he could do it for Argentina when you played in Italy, Liam, and I'm going to ask John the same question because John was a great player for Leeds and, and obviously an important player to stop. When you played in Italy, man marking, if, if my memory serves me, uh, back in the, in the day, it, particularly in Italy, was something they did, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And the yeah, I, 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 I had it. You would have had it big say. time. Yeah, and, and I, I believe John did as well because we've talked down through the years that yes. the, the 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 worst are the the fellas who 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 give you the most problems. You know, some some guys can man, man mark you, but you outthink them and you, and you and you get away from them and you do your stuff and so forth. But there's other guys who just they never leave you alone. You know, you go in the toilet, they 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 yep. pop up into the <laughs> toilet with you. You know, well, uh, I, and. Uh, and and John, I'm sure John would say the same. It, it depends on the opponent who who right. comes out the best. But I don't think. Whereas a, a, a Berzot with Gentile used to say, "Mark Zico, Mark uh, Mark Maradona," and that's solely your job. Uh, and the Italians, whatever way they did it, they could still come up with a defence uh, to to handle that. Whereas yes. I think if if uh, uh, France nominate, uh, let's say, a defender to mark uh, Messi tomorrow. It'll it'll mess up their whole system, you know. So I, I think they'll depend on the midfield players to try and limit to the su- the supply that gets to Messi. Right. You know? Yeah. But uh, I'd, I'd be interested to hear what John thinks yes. about man for man. Yeah, John. Yeah. You know, you were a great player, and you were in and Billy Bremner, the Leeds 
you know, the, the, the great players in Leeds. There was a lot of great players in Leeds. But in midfield, stop Giles and Bramner, and that's the deal done. And there was a lot of man-marking in the English game, John, at the time you played, because yeah. I was playing myself. Uh, and even uh, in the what's now the championship, you'd get guys, and I was a playmaker, so you would get guys man-marking. Uh, did it happen to you much and how did you deal with it? Like one example, I saw you play against Arsenal in the old Highbury. And Peter Storey, I think that was his name, who was a, a renowned hard man, marked you that night. And uh, he marked you, but there was no flare-up. But I asked you about it afterwards, and you told me that he'd done this quite a bit. And you'd done him, he'd done you. And it was a kind of truce between the two. That's roughly the story, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, there was always there was always a hard man in the opposite uh, top. Uh, he team. was he it, was it, particularly hard. Yeah. Oh, and he was good at it. It was some 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 were, uh, some were not so good at it. But Peter Story was was a hard man. He never said a word to him, and he just kicked you, you know. But he was good <laughs> at it, and he was a good player. Uh, but the, the, the well, I'm giving you my take on it when I play. Yes. I I was always. Nearly always, with them yourself, going to be man marked, right? So my take on it was, well, if if we're playing, he can't take. In other words, if they have the ball and I'm chasing the ball down, not yeah. not to Peter Story, but anybody there, I'm chasing the ball down. Well, the defender that's marking you, Eamon, can't mark you when you're doing that, right? He can't follow you. So I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So if if the opponent, my opponent in midfield, are at fullback, I go chasing him down. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Like Peter Story. Peter Story. All the man mark can't mark you. Then he the can drag him out of position. Person. Yeah, you drag him away from where he should be. We just, well, they just can't do it. If, in other words, when what he's looking at, when you get the ball, when your team or I get the ball, then where's my man? He's after me. Yeah. Right. But if I'm chasing the ball when the opposition have it. He can't. He can't follow you then, Eamon. Right. <laughs> so I mean. So in other words, in other words, you you say right. Well, I, I, as soon as they get the ball anywhere in the middle of the field, I'm going to be after him. Right. right. Hopefully, I'd win it. If I don't win it, then one of my other, my other players will win it. Then I'm away from the fellow that's marking me. Yeah. Would you be Does tempted? That make sense. <laughs> uh, not quite for me, but maybe for him. Uh, let me put another question to you, then, John. If yeah. you were the French manager Didier Deschamps would yeah. you be tempted or would it cross your mind to make someone responsible for Messi and say stick with him uh, stick with him like glue I'd, I'd be tempted to Eamon I'd be tempted to, but yes. I wouldn't necessarily do it my yeah. attitude would be when, when uh, in any well in football generally is that very important there's only one ball on the pitch yeah. We all know that. And that's not that's that's a bit of a cliche. There's only one ball on the pitch. So if you're dominating the ball, like Messi, don't forget Messi doesn't chase back. He doesn't run. Yeah, yeah. He, he waits. He at waits his game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you you can you have your attitude is okay, if he's not going to chase the ball, then there's only nine of them chasing the ball. Yes. Right. So we keep the ball. We keep the ball. We don't give it away. Yeah. But we obviously we concentrate on but if we, you concentrate more on your own team. Right. This is what we're going to do. Right. You know, this is what, and really, really stress that. So the more we have the ball, the less Messi can get the ball, the less we can do this and do that, the other. That, that'd be, that, that's a, a thing I would probably do. 
payment. Right. And Liam, just to go back to you, because you're of your experience, which is very like John's, in a different era in the game of being man-marked. If you were the manager of France, would you be tempted by that tactic with Messi? No, because they play a strict 4-3-3, three, three, Eamon. And right. I don't know who you would designate. Obviously, yes. Griezmann is the uh, is the more forward of the three midfield players. Yes. And they've got two holding midfield players. But I think you mess up your system. And I like John, you know, uh, I think Deschamps got to be confident in saying, no, we've got the system. Yes. We've got the players. We're going to stick to our game plan, and I, I wouldn't if I was them. Uh, a bit like a bit like John is saying, a bit like Croatia did for the first half hour of the game, is they dominated the possession and they kept the ball. And as, yes. as John says, if you got the ball, Messi hasn't got it. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you've obviously you've obviously got to be so aware of him that if Argentina nick it, you've got you've got to get close to Messi, or right. else you give him give him half a yard and he's away. You know, yeah, well, it it's going, be, that's going to be the fascinating. Uh, can France keep um, keep uh, keep Messi quiet? Can they do it? And uh, you know, or, or is Griezmann, uh, Giroud, and 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 Mbappe going to finally, you know, show that the the Argentinian defence is not that good? Right, and of course, we all, I'm sure, are agreed that winning the World Cup would be a fitting end to a great career for Lionel Messi. I'm very grateful to John Giles and Liam Brady for all they've done for us during the World Cup. And to all of you for listening, that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.